0: Welcome to Carpool Q&A, where we give you uh, one conversation on one topic in about 15 minutes uh, to get you ready for the whole rest of your day. I'm J.D. Wilson. I'm here with Becca McKay and Tana Ottinger. And uh, it's my turn to bring your question today. This is uh, much more of a personal, um, this is coming from a personal place we are, we are coming out of being hmm. stuck in our homes for what feels like eternity. Um, I, if you are elsewhere in the world, um, particularly in the US, you probably make fun of the Southern United States when it snows because everything shuts down. Uh, and that has happened for us. And in Memphis, Tennessee specifically, what comes with a giant Arctic freeze and snow and all of that uh, usually is also a boil water advisory, um, which is yep, fun, sure everybody did. loves it, it's, it's yep. our favorites. Um, and so you get to play supermarket sweep, but driving on ice to go get all the things you need and fight people for bottled water and all that. So, uh, we're coming out of that. And the reason that I bring that up is, uh, whether it's the pits of summer or depths of winter or spring break fall, break. you know, a lot of, a lot of times when, when our kids are in a regular routine, when our families are in a regular routine and that routine gets abruptly interrupted, uh. In the Wilson house, one thing happens, that's that mom and dad want to lay in bed and watch TV all day and ignore the rest of the world. And we can't do that. So what are some fun ways that you have found or that we have used in the past or that we would advocate for to help both maintain connections and boundaries, and then maybe some fun inside things you can do when you are just stuck because of weather or other circumstances in your home for a prolonged period of time?
1: I mean, I just want to say I feel so felt right now because um, I'm not, this is in no way, shape or form. Am I trying to like Trump you, JD? That's not my heart at all. I just feel like it might be important to like advocate for myself a little bit because, you know, we had the holidays Mm -hmm. and then we creeped into January and then our house got COVID. Yeah. So we were home with COVID for a week and then snowmageddon, as I'm now calling it, hit. And now I have a kid that's working through some other health stuff. We literally have been, I, I left the house. um, One day before the snow came, because I hadn't been out of my home in three weeks.
0: Laughing at like, I told
1: Mo, I was like, I need to go on a little drive if I'm going to be okay. Like, I just need you to like, take me on a drive, you know? And then I got in the car and drove after the ice melted and thought, I don't think I've driven in a month. So we have, I've just been calling it hibernating. Like we've just been hibernating over here at our house. So it has been, it's a real thing. And I do think about our Northern friends and listeners who do have a different way of life with the snow and the the winters probably seem really long and there's a lot of darkness and it is just a whole different rhythm. So I love this question.
0: There's also uh, snow plows and salt trucks. Those there are. Of that-
1: there are. <laughs> one, one of our young kids saw something driving down the road. They were like, what is that? I was like, that is one of Memphis's. I think we have three snow plows in the whole yes.
2: city of Memphis. I was
1: like, that's one of the snow plows, kids. Everybody <laughs> run to the window. That's a snow plow. You know, like anyway.
2: There's, there's so few that they, they voted on names. <laughs> the snow plows in Memphis all have a name that was voted okay. on because there's so few. Yeah, but I anyway, feel like it's... uh. It's a really good question, J.D., and I think there's a difference if you know it's coming or if you don't. So I think if you know it's coming, you can do a little bit of planning ahead and you can think through, like if we're talking about like abruptly changing routine because it's going to be spring break, then I think um, a lot of times parents don't plan ahead and then they feel annoyed because they're like, why can't you just chill? And the kid is used to having structure for eight hours a day and now all of a sudden they have zero structure. And so I think just planning A little bit of structure can go a long way of like in the morning, we're going to, you know, have reading time and then we're going to have outside time and then we're going to do an activity with our friends, like having a tiny bit of structure when you can plan ahead. I think it's harder whenever it is snowmageddon or it's sickness or it's whatever, and that's happening abruptly. And so, I mean, so many directions you could go, but I would say the first thing is you mentioned it, JD. I just want to lay in bed and watch TV. The first thing you have to do is just change your expectations.
0: When stuff shuts down
2: unexpectedly, when there's a sick day, when there's a snow day, change your expectations. My job is now, you know, cruise director of this snow day. Right. (laughs) That's my job. That's right. And I don't want that to be my job. But if I can shift that perspective, I think that that can help. Because if your mindset is, "Oh, this is my time to relax," then that just creates more resentment and bitterness. Um, I also want to mention, as was the case for us, those of us that work virtually, we have to balance. We still have to do our jobs, which I know we're not alone in that. A lot of people in the U.S. now and across the world work virtually. So a snow day or a sick day doesn't always mean, like if your kid is homesick, doesn't always mean that you're not still doing things. So it's that balance of structure and nurture is the principle that I would highlight, like finding ways to balance that if it's expected or unexpected. Yeah.
1: I like you talking about the mindset shift. You know, it's ringing true that somewhere early in parenting, we switched our language and it really could be that simple around going on a trip. When we started having kids, we're like, we're going on vacation. And I was like, oh, hold up. That is not what is happening. If there are children in tow, we are going on a trip with our children. We are not going on vacation. Yeah. So I really think, and man, it just changed everything from O and I. We really started thinking, oh, this is a family trip. So we're, we are the cruise directors of this trip. I don't need to expect to be on vacation. Right. And feel recovered and rested when we get done with this moment. <laughs> so no. um, I think that is very true of like parenting through some sort of shift in schedule is not downtime. In fact, it often takes more of us than running the regularly scheduled activities because we're out of sorts, they're out of sorts, you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean, usually like just to do super brass tacks, usually what happens here is I'm turning on ambient lighting in the house. I'm lighting all the candles. I'm like it, when it's cold, I'm turning on the fireplace. I'm setting up a hot chocolate bar. Like I'm actually putting out some, like I'm putting some energy into making home feel, you know, warm and cozy. I might wash the blankets in the den so they smell fresh. I know this is silly, but I really do like, I like to nest and do some of those things. The board yeah. games are coming out of the closet. We're, yeah. I mean, we we got on a, Mo and I, I mean, our family's always in transition based on who's who's living at the house at the time or who's home. But yeah. this particular snowmageddon, um, our our son Finn, and he wouldn't care if I share this, like he's our, he's our new board game buddy. He loves them. He's super competitive. He likes it. So we had an epic all week long game of Rummy Cube going. It was just Mo and I and Finn. That's and that's awesome. what we did with him. And we probably played three or four quick Rummy Cube games throughout the day. So he might be off in his room, zooming with friends and I'm working and Mo's working and, you know, May's doing something else. And we're just like, fan game. And we all run to the den, play a game and then like go back to what we were doing. Yeah. And so it's just putting in that little bit of effort. And it was like, we, we said, we're going to play this until we have to go back to real life. And whoever, you know, has the least amount of points that day wins the whole epic battle of rummy cube. Um, That's awesome small example but you know like it's it's taking a little initiative to give them some places of connection for for me it was different Mo and may watch whatever basketball game was on or like for her she wanted to be snuggled up with dad watching a sports game whenever he could you know so there I think it really depends on the kid yeah and what what they need you know
0: we you know so I want to say for us um Elizabeth works you know, a mile away from our house. And so, and I have four wheel drive. So I, it, it was fine enough for me on the roads to get her over to work and come back to the house. She does not interior design. So she can't really do that remotely. So when, uh, when I went back to the house, one of the things that we talked about was just front loading the day with some structure and then like the mm-hmm. screen time and all that kind of stuff, which is what everybody wants on a day like that. Um, our main sledding buddy was, was out. He had gone with friends out of town. Um, ahead of the ahead of the snow, and so like nobody was really clamoring to get out in the three degree weather and you know sled. And it's Memphis, so it's flat. So we would kind of say, "Hey, here's two or three things need to get taken care of. As soon as that's taken care of, you guys can have screen time until." And we we would set a natural barrier that didn't feel like it had to be a punishment. Like, "Hey, I tell you what, we got these three things to do, and then um y'all can have some screen time until lunch, and then we'll do lunch. Then we'll do some afternoon chores, and then we're gonna go either we'll go." ride to target and get, you know, pick up something or we'll do. So that gave me these long blocks of time where I could be working, doing stuff. Um, they can be working on the homework and stuff. They've got to do during the week. Then they get a time they can chill for a little bit. And then I knew that one of our kids in particular needed sensory input throughout that time. So when we were breaking for lunch, it was get on the little uh, sliding. Now I forgot what it's called, a little sliding board, you know, and mm-hmm. use those little squigs to the like boards pull, or
1: whatever yeah to pull yeah.
0: herself down the hallway which is a game that elizabeth loves to play with her so doing that for a minute then there's this silly i mean from when they were toddlers uh it's a pogo stick but it's just a foam little foam uh kind of rubbery block mm-hmm. and a stretchy band that they can jump on it's in no way made for a child that is her size like anymore but she will just like bounce all around the house and that thing. so after doing that for four or five minutes she's like equal back out again regulated locked in so I would say I I think you know whatever you need it does require expectation shifts and then a quick plan to get put in place and for for us we've got to have some structure that's front-loaded or else the battles begin if it's like I tell you what no you can have screen time now but we're gonna have to work later
1: yeah I agree with you Sadie I I agree I think that even if it's loose, if it's a flexible, loose schedule and communicating that in advance, setting up expectations, sticking with it. Um, I mean, I love the idea you said I'd forgotten there were a couple of days and I'm like, hey guys, we're gonna go exercise.
0: Yeah. And
1: we do like we don't use our garage as an outside garage. We use it as part of like an extension of our house. Yeah. So it's like, let's go to the garage and we're gonna exercise or do the treadmill or do jump rope or even like toss the ball back and forth. So we needed to use our bodies and get some movement in. So whatever scenario you have, yeah, I think it's important to think about making sure physical, like movement needs are being met in a way that promote regulation and, com- you know, their ability to comply with whatever is next. Um, so I like that a little schedule, little fun, you know, I I think you can minimize transitions, like you said, those natural breaks. But then I think also you can like have fun moments like we would do. It's like, hey, Rummy cube. Oh, cube, you yeah. know, yeah. Like just letting some of that be fun, I think. So yeah. it really is about the tone you set, the headspace you're in, switching your mindset. You know, lots of movies. We watched, we let our younger kids watch their first one of the marvel movies so like that felt really special yeah so it's laying like a few core memories in to those times um and then you know getting your work done or whatever else you got to do yeah good question and
2: just remembering to give each other a lot of grace because you might wake up on a snowy day and be like this is the best day ever but whoever's in your house might be annoyed or sad or disappointed or um you know, you mentioned Tana, they might not be feeling well, like somebody in your house might not be feeling very well. And so also just giving space for different people to have a different experience in your house. Yeah. So I, I want to have that. a fun day rolling in the snow. That doesn't mean that everybody in my house has to do that with me for me to do that. Wow. Um, I want to have a cozy day. That doesn't mean that someone can't get energy out in, in a fun way. So just like allowing people to meet their needs in a time when that's a little bit harder because you you get a little snippy with people you get a little annoyed you know just extend that grace to each other i love that perspective becca
1: fun doesn't have to be the same for everybody
0: yeah yeah
1: i really appreciate that perspective
0: my last thing and then i think you know we can cut out in a second uh my last thing would just be uh the age old like get your own mask on before you help other people with their mask so what what are you gonna need when you're having that expectation shift like what is one um, doable thing that you can that you can give yourself, or that that you and your your spouse, whoever you're parenting with at home, who can, what can you guys give to each other? What can you guys do? What concessions can be made uh, early so that y'all have what you need to take on the day? So for us, that was definitely working out um, a, a schedule to exercise alone, like to do something without there being, hey, can you turn that off? Or, hey, that's bothering me. Or this this is too loud. Or how long are you going to be in here? So we were able to do that. And that was one small win in that time. And then um, what are some wins we can give to the kids that are out of the ordinary? So if we are going to have to have this, you know, week that's totally thrown off and we stayed up so late with them. Like let our kids stay up so late watching. We did too, JD. We were so
1: late. Yeah. Yeah, we did the same. And they
0: reward us by sleeping. Well, three of the four sleeping in pretty well. So, um, yeah. Uh, any, any last thoughts guys on this?
1: Um, one, one thing you just said that I think I'll, I'll, it sparked something in me is when it snowed here, I knew we were in for the long haul. Like I knew it was going to be days and days and days. And I knew that the fun for the kids would wear off. So I did want to read a book. There was a book I really wanted to read. I started reading it on day one.
0: Oh, that's good. Because
1: I knew I wasn't probably going to, and I did, I read it in like the first two days. And then I was like, oh, I got to read that book over the snow break.
0: Yeah. If I
1: had tried to read that book at the end of the week, it wouldn't have worked (laughs) because they really were done and we were all kind of done. So I like that idea of like thinking ahead enough to make sure you are prioritizing some of your own wants in a way that's actually, you might be able to get them in. So I just, just had that little thought. I yep. knew and I did int- intentionally did it. I was like, there's a book I want to read. I'm not gonna be able to read this in a week when we're all literally pulling our hair out. But right now they're very happy in their room today on day one. So, That's great.
0: That's you know, great. Good thoughts. Awesome. Well, thanks y'all. And we'll see you yeah. next time on Carpool Q&A.